the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Keyword. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Well, how about that, Larry? It is 2021, and Happy New Year to you, sir. Yes, sir, Chris. It is 2021, and welcome to 2021. Uh, Did you have a good New Year? I did, I did, and uh, I was trying to figure out where I put my resolutions from last year so I could review to see if I really accomplished any of them, and uh, now I'm going to start again this year. How about you? (laughs) <laughs> well, that's that's pretty good. That, you know, at least you knew you had some. I didn't have year, some, right? but I don't always remember exactly what they were. I don't know if that's a getting older or just you know procrastinating and not accomplishing. I'm not sure which. Well, knowing you, I'm sure you accomplished all of them and knocked them right out of the park. That's right? it, and I'm, I'm going with that. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal's show. Here, our first broadcast of the year for 2021. I hope everyone had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and New Year's and and family and friends. Uh, you know, just everybody's healthy and safe and just, you know, praise the Lord just all the way around. So so uh, welcome and good morning, everyone. And, uh, you know, hey, we're, we're continuing to stream live on LarryRosenthal.tv. If you want to just go pop on YouTube, you can sort of see behind the scenes how, how the show's done. And uh, continue to listen to our welcome, our long-term listeners on WAVA in the D.C., Baltimore area, as well as our listeners on Sirius XM, coast-to-coast and border-to-border nationwide on Family Talk, Channel 131, Sirius XM. So I always like to start the show off each week, Chris, as you know, with a little bit about what happens in the markets and the economy and just sort of give a broad overview of that. And then and then take a look at, you know, what, what's going to be coming down the road if we can. And, of course, it's Open Mic Saturday, which which I really enjoy because you get to control the questions, the topics. Give us a call. Open mic Saturday. Any questions at all that you might have, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123 here to reach me live in the studio with any of your financial planning, investment questions on anything at all. So, you know, starting off the new year here, Chris, we want to just sort of have the theme of the show today a little bit about, you know, hey, where do we start? What do we do? That kind of stuff. It's a brand new year. And first thing we need to do is is really get a good look at understanding what, where 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 we are with everything, right? In Proverbs two, verses three and four says, "Cry out for insight and and ask for understanding. Search for them as if you would ser- be searching for silver. Seek for them like hidden treasures." Proverbs thirteen, uh, I'm sorry, Proverbs three, verses thirteen and fourteen. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom. The one who gains understanding, for wisdom is more profitable than silver, 
and her wages are better than gold. So let's stop and think about that. We're talking about money. We're talking about financial planning. We're talking about taxes. We're talking about uh, investment strategies, insurance needs, all different types of things. And what do we have to do first thing? We have to get educated, right? You know, if you're going to build a bridge, right, you know, you, you need the plans. You know what I mean, Chris? <laughs> so so we got to get the plans rolling here. So today we're going to be talking about where we've been a little bit in the markets and where we're going to be going. And how does all this relate to your financial plan? Uh, do you have a financial plan? What's the purpose of a financial plan? Is it hard to get a financial plan? And, and, and it is not hard. You know, if you want to view what a financial plan really looks like, just go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and just look at the first page. There's a video there. It's about 90 seconds long or so, and that will show you what a properly structured financial plan really takes a look at. You know, the markets this past year in 2020, boy, did they have a rock uh, and roll of a year, up and down and all around, right? Oh, wow. You know, but the yeah. markets did did about 20%, uh, you know. <laughs> Even it, amongst the, all that uh, chaos. <clears throat> that's exactly right. Even amongst all that chaos, Chris, you know, and, and when, you, when you boil down and take a look at the markets, um, <clears throat> you know, now, now that's the S&P uh, or, or just the – that's the overall – uh, in, in index of, uh, of the market. So, so when you take a look at different sectors in the market, the growth side, the value side, you know, things like that, you'll find different, different uh, performance numbers based off of where you are in the economy, where you're investing in the economy. And it's important to really, you know, make sure that you're investing in the right places that are producing growth for you uh, at the same time, avoiding areas that, you know, aren't going to grow. If, you know, if we wake up tomorrow and the newspaper says, hey, this XYZ section of the, of the, of the economy is not going to grow, why do you want to be there, right? Do you want to have your money there? On the other hand, if it says, hey, ABC portion of the economy looks like it's going to be doing well, it's going to be flourishing, and these are all the different reasons why, that's probably some of the areas that you want to include in your overall investment strategy. But who do so you trust? When you're looking for that information, you know, who do you trust other than your financial Well, partner? that's just it. You know, take a look at getting getting educated on it all. You know, there, there's, there, you, know you, could, you could spend years and years and years studying, trying to understand the markets and the economy and, and the role taxes play, the role that the Fed puts in, all this type of stuff. You know, stimulus checks, yes or no, you know, the whole nine yards. <clears throat> but you still got to take a look at what's happening in the economy, you know, fundamental approaches to it all. People buy stock based off the future anticipated earnings of a corporation. If company A says, hey, things are good, and company B goes, eh, things aren't so good, right, then which company do you want to invest in? And then you look at all the numbers behind the scenes because they have to disclose these numbers every quarter. You know, that's why they have earnings season. And when you take a look at, at the just some of the fundamental differences between value investing and growth investing – you know, growth over the last 17 years has outperformed value investing. And people say, oh, I want to get a good value buy. I want to get this, that, and the other. You know, people don't understand the difference between value and growth when it comes to how those different asset classes play a role in your overall portfolio. You know, and, and, and so you take a look at, 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 at where your, your money's structured today, the money in your 401K plan, the money in your TSP plan. Uh, your IRAs, your CDs, whatever it may be, you know, it all has to be working congruently together in order to produce the, the risk-adjusted return that you and your family need to produce growth, protect that growth, 
and then deliver income from reliable sources in a very tax-efficient manner, I might add, during your retirement years. Speaking of that, uh, this is the beginning of a new year, so you should be able to contribute to your Roth again or or to your IRA in general, right, here, sir? Yep. So, you know, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing's really changed in that world. You know, if you're 50 and over in 2021, you can put in up to up to $19,000, up to nineteen five in your 401k, plus the catch-up provision of 6500 for a total of $26,000, which is great. You know, and, and, you know, for people that wanted to make a Roth conversion, that's passed now. You can't make a Roth conversion for 2020, but you can make a contribution into your Roth IRA or traditional IRA up until April of this year for 2020. But as far as conversions go, you can't do it. The conversions are calendar years uh, with it all. So So it would be 2021 if you did a conversion. Yep, it would be 2021 to do a conversion this year. That's exactly right. That's Mm -hmm. exactly right. So so where's your money allocated? Right now, where are your investments, uh, uh, you know, located? Are they in large cap? Are they in small cap? Are they in mid cap? Are they in international? You know, it's the first month of the year. It's the first broadcast of the year. It's the first weekend rolling out. You know, take a look at doing a rebalance. You know, are you happy with your performance? Are you on pace with your financial planning objectives? We're going to get into all that stuff today. What keeps you up at night? You know, how 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 you know how long down the road until that college bill comes due? How long down the road until you you either one day can't go back to work, don't want to go back to work, or don't get invited back to work? Right? What about you know? Pe- people in the economy right now that are still just barely hanging on as a result of COVID. I know that there's lots and lots of people out there, small businesses alike as well, that are hurting very, very much uh, in, in, in this environment here. You know, are the stimulus checks going to get there in time and, and just all different things, you know. Are we going to be starting to focus on, you know, making sure that, you know, when you hear about the small business owners in, in your town across the country and in your community, visit their restaurants, visit their stores, you know, that, that type of stuff. You know, let's shop local for a little while. Let's pull together with all of this, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it's important. It really is. So we're going to be taking a look today. We're going to be breaking down how to do a financial uh, uh, annual review, I guess I should call it, not necessarily a financial plan, but an annual review. I'll hit you up with a bunch of questions and thoughts that maybe you, you're, you're overlooking because we want to make sure that there's no what I always call blind spots. You know, there's always financial blind spots. You know, you're driving down the road and, and, and you're looking in your side mirrors and there's a blind spot, right? Well, unfortunately, a lot of times in the investment world, in the financial planning world, on the road to retirement, and once we get to retirement, there are financial blind spots that we need to be aware of. And, and we want to make sure that you don't you know, get 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 caught into those. So so that's what we're going to be talking about this morning too, uh, going forward. So hey, we're going to take a quick break here. But before we do, though, we're going to be having a webinar, our first webinar of 2021. It's going to be Thursday, January 28th. Okay, we're going to be doing two sessions of it: one at two to three in the afternoon, and then from seven to eight p.m. as well. This is free. There's no cost for this. We want to continue to provide financial planning education and opportunities to help people get educated and move along in their financial planning goals and objectives. So go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the little webinar bu- or seminar button. Sign up for our webinar. It's free. Okay, we're going to have people from all over the country on this thing. It's a lot of fun, and the title of it is going to be, I'm kind of excited about, about what we're going to be talking about this, this month, and it's, it's where we were 
where we are and where we're going. I'm going to break down the economy, take a look at financial planning, and talk about different types of investment objectives. So go visit at LarryRosenthal.com, click on the Seminar button, and sign up for our webinar right there. So we're going to take a quick break. Let's open up the phone lines, Chris. It's open, Mike, Saturday. Give us a call with any of your financial planning or investment questions at all, estate planning, taxes, IRAs, insurance, whatever your needs may be. Give us a call, 855-ROSE-123, 855-ROSE-123, or 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. I'll be back in a moment. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. It's 2020, and there are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's the cdfi.org your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community go to the cdfi.org make a difference go to the cdfi.org You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. It is the first Larry Rosenthal Show of 2021. And Larry Rosenthal is here with us. Remember, you can watch us live on YouTube if you would like at LarryRosenthal.tv. That's LarryRosenthal.tv. You can also listen live at MakingMoneySense.com. Larry. Sure, Chris. Absolutely. And again, welcome to 2021. Mm-hmm. You know? And you're right. we got to recut that commercial. <laughs> we just realized it. But you know, hey, what, 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 what good is a new year, right, if you don't come out of the gate trying to hang on to last year? Well, you know, Bob, he's always wearing these 2020 shirts. We're going to have to get him to get rid of those. You know? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Hey, so, um, you know, let's talk about it a a little bit more here. Again, Proverbs, you know, the Bible is just filled. The Lord's Word is just filled with uh, wisdom, obviously, we all know that, and lots of information on money. You know, God talks about money a lot over a couple hundred, over a couple thousand times in the, in the Bible. Proverbs 13, 11, dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Okay, 
And this is a time thing. This is a time thing in the market. It's not market timing. It's a time in the market. Buy it and hold it until the fine quality, buy that quality, hold that quality of an investment until the quality goes away or your investment objectives simply change. You know, and every year I have clients, and I tell people this, and I want to tell, tell everybody who's listening to the show this morning this. <clears throat> it's the beginning of the year. Save 1% more. It's the beginning of the year, save 1% more. And what do I mean by that? I mean drop another 1% into your 401K plan. Drop another 1% into your monthly contributions of, of savings or whatever it may be. Over time, as time goes on and you continue to increase your savings by 1% every single year, you watch what happens. And I've had clients over the years tell me repeatedly, Larry, that's one of the best things I ever learned was every January increase my savings just by 1%. Just by 1%, you know, you're not going to miss it. In most cases, you're not going to miss it. If you've got the opportunity to go ahead and increase your savings by 1%, then go ahead and do it. You'll be absolutely amazed at what happens over time. Every single year, increase it by 1%. And then you're going to be, you know, you'll be ended up saving a lot of money in your retirement plans, investment accounts, and things like that. So instead of going to Starbucks every single day, you know, round the block the next day and put that money in somewhere else, right, into your savings. That's as simple as it takes, Chris. That yeah. is as simple as it takes. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's 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 crazy, you know. And, and, and. For a lot of people in their higher income earning years, in their 50s and things like that, they're probably, a lot of people are already maxing out their retirement plans. And a lot of people are not, okay? But just try to just sit down and just say, you know what? I'm going to go into the HR department and I'm going to change or I'm going to go online this week and I'm going to change my level of contribution. If you're putting in 7%, Put in eight. If you're putting in two, put in three. If you're putting in 10, put in 11. And just let it work through a couple of pay periods, and you'll find that you probably, in most cases, you probably will not miss that extra percent that you're saving. You know, And, and, and uh, it, it, it'll just start building and compounding more and more each and every year. You know, so, so, again, beginning of the year, let's go through sort of an annual review checklist, if you will, of where we are, where we want to get to down the road. There's two types of people out here. Okay? There's two types of people. There's the people that, that do not have a, a, a financial plan, and then there's people that do have a financial plan. Okay, and and the the question becomes this: You can be a great investor, a great saver, a great you know a, you know manage your money very well as far as debt goes and things like that, and, and have a lot in savings and good income and things of that nature. But if you don't have a financial plan, then then the question becomes: What does your finish line look like, and where is it? How far down the road is the finish line, right? And so, so that's one of the things that we want to talk about. We want to encourage people to get a financial plan, okay? Sit down with an advisor. Ask him or her how to do that. You know, if, if you don't have a financial plan, you know, that's one of the things that, w- that we will do. We'll do. We'll help you out with, you know. Go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. We'd be more than happy to, to uh, uh, help you out with a financial plan. Give us a call, 855-ROSE-123, if you want to get a copy of our financial planning toolkit. We can send it out to you, and that will help you start building your financial plan as well. So, you know, going down the annual review checklist, one of the things that that we want to talk about today is your property and casualty coverage, right? Do you have the right amount of auto and home and and liability policy coverage in your uh, 
property and casualty uh, package. You know, that's one of the things you want to do. Talk to your insurance agent about that and ask. Ask him or her, hey, you know what? Are my limits of liability okay? You know, a lot of people don't have an umbrella policy. That, that if, you know, if, if there's an accident or something like that and, and, and the accident cost exceeds the limits of your auto, you know, an umbrella policy is only a few hundred dollars a year. And that covers millions of dollars uh, of, of, of coverage for yourself. So, so if you stop and think about how much money you've saved in, in, your, in your life, you know, the equity in your home, the money in your retirement plans, your ability to earn income going forward, and something happens in a car accident, God forbid, or, or, or at your home or something like that, and you end up getting sued, and that suit goes past those limits of liability coverage, an umbrella policy can jump in and save your life savings for all of that. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's there's bad stories out there about that. So that's one of the things that you want to take a look at. It's not necessarily trying to get the cheapest auto and home and umbrella policy out there. You know, do you want insurance or do you want to be insured is the question. Do you want to have insurance or do you want to be insured and protect things? So, so that's one of the areas there on our annual review checklist here, this first broadcast of 2021. Happy New Year, everybody, again. Uh, another thing too is take a look at your disability coverage. This is this is the only insurance policy that really pays you a benefit, uh, and 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 uh, it's it's the most overlooked. You know, if you became sick or injured or you were unable to work for whatever reason, what's going to happen to your paycheck? You know, what's going to happen to your savings accounts? What's going to happen to your paycheck over time? So disability coverage pays you if you become sick or injured and you're unable to work. You know, there's short-term and long-term disability, uh, you know, but stop and think about that. That's a very important – it's paycheck protection is what it is, Chris, paycheck protection. Yeah, I got to tell you, Larry, this, this whole concept of insurance kind of bugs me sometimes because it would be kind of cool if we could just put those premiums in a savings account and not use it unless there was an emergency, and then you'd have that money back. But it doesn't really work that way, unfortunately, does it? It could work that way if you're very, very disciplined. And the problem, and the yeah, and the problem that the problem that happens there is what happens, God forbid, if that disability comes in life earlier, right? Or you don't have then you've amounted a lot of money. Yeah, you know that that that's exactly what it is. You know, I mean, you know, nobody likes to give money to an insurance company, right? Okay, (laughs) but yet we all do because we recognize the importance of it. Yeah, it is important. There, there, you know, there's, there's, there's just no doubt about it. And, and the purpose of insurance is to, you know, you put in a little bit of money, and then so do a lot of other people. And then, God forbid, if you need it, the money can come out and be paid. And, I just and wish if we didn't need it, they'd give it back. <laughs> well, there are programs like that. Really, there are, but yeah, they're more yeah. expensive because you're going to get the money back, yeah, right? Okay, <laughs> so you know, I mean, they're in business to be in business, course, right? Of course, yeah. you know. So, so you know, but but disability insurance is is uh, the one of the most overlooked policies out there, and it's vitally important because it does provide you with your you know paycheck protection uh, on it. So, so um, you know, again, property and casualty blind spots, uh, disability. You know, find out what your maximum limits are on your disability policy. Before you, um, uh, you know, keep keep moving through this year, you might be eligible to purchase a little bit more if you got a raise or something last year. Hey, let's welcome Ed on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Ed. How are you today? Good morning, fine. How are you? And thank you for your show. It's very enlightening. 
Sure. How can I help you, sir? Happy New Year, first of all. Happy New Year to you, too, and you guys. I appreciate everything that you do. Question. I heard you earlier mention that one can do a write-off or do a deduction on an IRA up until uh, April of this year, or can you help me out with that uh, comment a little, please? Sure, Ed. So you have until your tax filing deadline of, of April 15th or whatever day of the week it falls on this year. I haven't even looked down the calendar that far. But if you wanted to put money into an IRA uh, for 2020, you have until April of 2021 to put it in and backdate it for the contribution into year 2020. Okay. And a lot of people, and the reason why that rule is there is because a lot of people are going to be scrambling now over the next several weeks to, you know, get their taxes in line, to do their taxes, right? And and it might come down to the point where you say, hey, you know what, if I put $5,000 into an IRA that's tax deductible, traditional IRA, I might not owe any taxes this year. Or if you say, hey, you know what, I'm not going to do that, then you might have to pay two grand in taxes. So, so it, it lets you... Um, uh, do backdated like that. Now, if you're looking, so, go ahead. So, what if you've been putting money in there throughout the year, like maybe uh, $500 a month throughout the year? That's, so, if you're putting $500 a month throughout the year, that's six grand. Okay, and if you mm-hmm. did it from January of 2020 through Janu through December of 2020, you filled up the six grand. Are you 50 and over eligible for the catch-up of another $1,000? You can still do that. But here's a question for you also. If you've been doing it each month, which is a great way to do it, by the way, Ed, okay, I'm I'm a big fan of that because you're dollar-cost averaging in every single month. Mm -hmm. But on your contributions in January, February, March, and April of 2020, were they being coded for the calendar year 2020 or 2019? Because remember, January, February, March, and April, you can put the money in and code it for the prior year's contribution. So you want to find out if you've if they've been coded for 2019 in those first four months of the of last year. Then you then you're then you're you know two thousand dollars shy of how much money you can put in for the whole calendar year. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Uh, one more question. Uh, if you don't mind. Sure. So if if you are a government employee with one of the with a fixed four hundred one K and your four hundred one K also uh comprised of your, your regular four hundred one K savings and you have a Roth IRA, mm-hmm. you can't take any deductions on your Roth IRA, can you? No, sir. Roth IRAs are after tax contributions. Uh Excuse me. The the beautiful thing about Roth IRAs is that the money grows tax deferred while it's in there, and then when you pull it out, providing it's been there for five years or to fifty nine and a half, whichever's longer, it all comes out tax free, the principal and the interest earnings over the years. So you don't get a tax deduction going in. So so think about this. There there's two types of money that goes into retirement plans, Ed. There's pre tax. So if you make fifty thousand dollars a year and you put in five grand, you're only paying taxes on forty-five thousand. That five thousand goes in pre-tax, and then it's in the account growing. There's no taxes while it's growing, and when you pull it all out, 
100% of it's taxable to you, the principal you put in and the earnings over the course of the years. Now, on the Roth side of the house, you, you make $50,000, you put 5000 in, you're still paying tax on fifty grand because that 5000 contribution to the Roth is after-tax money. The difference now lies on what happens once it's in the account. As it's in the account, the money's growing tax-deferred, and then when it comes out, it comes out tax-free, providing you meet all the qualifications for it. So down the road in retirement, you can have taxable money that's never been taxed before and tax-free money that's, never, that, that, that's going to be coming back to you. Um, so that's kind of the way that you want to take a look at it. And let me tell you, let me take it a step further too, Ed. This part of the conversation right here, tax allocation strategies when it comes to investing money both today and during your retirement years when you start to receive this money back, this is huge. This can make or break sometimes in, in retirement cash flow, understanding the tax impacts while you're putting the money away as well as pulling the dollars back out. I mean, if you do the tax planning correctly on all of the, your investments, you could save a lot of money, not only today, but down the road in retirement years as well. So one of the things that we do with our clients, Ed, is we, we sit them down and we put them through what we call, eh, for lack of a better term, we call it a tax matrix. We take a look at how much money you've saved that's never been taxed before in retirement plans and things like that. And then we take a look at how much money you have in, in tax-free municipal bonds, in Roth IRAs, different areas like that. And we try and paint a picture of what your income is going to be looking like from a tax perspective in your retirement years. And oftentimes people have saved the majority of their money in places that's never been taxed before. And when they get down the road in retirement, the kids are grown and gone. Mortgage interest is very small. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of write-offs there to offset things. Uh, and they end up paying a lot more money in taxes than they ever anticipated. So, you know, one of the things that I would say here is take a look at what we call your IE ratio, your IRA to estate ratio. You know, how much money have you saved right now? And just think about this. How much money have you saved in retirement plans that's never been taxed? Okay, you get that number in your head. And here's the rule on it. You control 100% of it. You can say where it gets invested and all different things. You control it all. But you only own 30 to 35% of that money. I'm sorry, you only own 60 to 65% of that money based off of your tax rates when you start to pull the dollars out. You see what I mean? So, so it's important yes, to do. take a look at tax allocation strategies. If you want, I'll be happy to have uh, uh, Bob get some information from me. We'll send you out our financial planning toolkit. We'll have one of our advisors give you a ring afterwards and break it down for you in your family situation on the Roth side, on the pre-tax side, to really get things going for you. Because it's important to understand, you know, the IRS looks at our money through four different tax lenses, you know, and, and uh, three of them are going to be happy and one of them is not. And we want to make sure that we're, not in that, right, that we're not in that wrong box the whole time. Great. So, uh, so I, I definitely, I, I'm definitely planning on signing up for the webinar. Uh, for, the, for this coming month. But one okay. quick question, then, I, and then I'll, I'm going to hang up and let you go. On required minimum distributions, the money come out of your full K and your Roth IRA, if, 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 if a person reaches that particular stage where he has to withdraw required minimum distributions, will that come out of the 401K? Yes, yeah, so when you're 70 or old, I'm sorry, 72 or older, the rule changed, mm -hmm. 72 or older, then, then um, 
the money on the pre-tax accounts have to come out, but the Roth IRA is not subject to to required minimum oh. distributions at all. Okay, and that's that's hey, one I really of the appreciate it. Yep, that's one of the big advantages of the Roth IRA as well. So, definitely. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, have, a, have a wonderful New Year's. Appreciate the phone call. And, again, go ahead and uh, sign up for our webinar at uh, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the little radio or the – not the radio. Well, you can click on the radio icon and check us out on YouTube <laughs> at LarryRosenthal.tv or listen live. But go check it out, LarryRosenthal.com, uh, the seminar button there, and sign up for our webinar that's coming on January 28th. Uh, we'll be doing two sessions that day. One from 2 to 3 in the afternoon, and then another one from 7 to 8 p.m. These times are Eastern as well. There's no cost for the webinar, uh, and, and uh, it's a lot of fun. You get to you know, view it in your, in your own uh, comfort of your own home or your car or wherever you're going to be uh, for that standpoint. But we're going to be taking a look at where we've been, where we are, and where we're going with this economy. I'm going to break down the economy, talk about financial planning, investment strategies, all different types of stuff. It's going to be lots of fun if you want to really learn about the investments and the markets and things like that. So go check it out, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar button and sign up for our webinar here. Chris, I see we've got to take a quick break. Give us a ring this morning with any of your financial planning questions at all, estate planning questions. Are you concerned about the economy? What's on your mind today? 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Or simply 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. another money minute with larry rosenthal so many different ways to invest money lump sum deposits buy and hold market timing how about dollar cost averaging put the same amount of money into the same investment at every interval whether it's monthly quarterly annually whatever it may be this gives you the greatest opportunity to get the average price over the long term of the investment because one of the secrets to creating wealth is the acquisition of shares you want to keep buying more and more shares over time On the flip side, when you're in your retirement years and you want to distribute dollars to yourself for income, do the same thing in reverse. Dollar cost average out during your retirement years. Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea, call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Well, thanks for joining us here today. If you'd like to dial in, the number is 855-767-3123. Got a few lines available for you. I'd love for you to talk to Larry today about your New Year's resolutions, maybe. 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Larry. Chris, what's your New Year's resolution? I resolve that I will... Be here every week, Saturday mornings for making money. Sense. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. So you're not taking any vacations. All right. Well, no. Well, right, only if you're going to take a vacation. You, you know. hear that, Bob? <laughs> 
If you take All a vacation, right. I'll take a vacation. All right. There we go. There we go. Definitely good. Oh Definitely good. <laughs> what about you? Where's your what about your resolutions? My resolutions? Yeah, I'm sure you've got um, some. Yeah, I really haven't thought about it. Uh, Is this the first year you haven't thought about it? Uh, probably not. I don't know. Well, of course I've got the other, you know, the standard ones. Get in shape, make stay in shape, you know, exercise. Yep. Don't yep. eat so much. Yep, exactly. I think everybody's exactly. got that going on. Stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. Stay know, healthy is a big one these days. Spend more Definitely. time with my family, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Good. Good deal. Good deal. Let's uh let's go ahead and welcome Kay on the line from Massachusetts. Good morning, Kay. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, how can I help you? Okay. I am going through um after thirty three years a divorce and I am um trying to be very wise with my settlement that I will be getting. Um, I have no IRA, I have no uh, insurance, whatever. I have no social security because um, I was stay at home and take care of the farm type person. How do I properly invest this money so that when I, I'm almost 60 years old so that I can take care of myself? Sure, Kay. I understand. First of all, I'm sorry to hear about your situation. Um, and I've I've worked with lots yeah, of people in, in the past. Yeah, that that I understand exactly where you're at and what needs to be done. And the first thing that we need to do is really basically sit down and take a look at your 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 total income that's coming in and, and your expenses. And then we need to sort of brought, uh, forecast that down the road uh, into retirement years. You're 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 almost okay. sixty. You're going to be getting Social Security in a couple of years no. or so. No, um, I will not. I do not have any Social Security. Okay, I well, get, because I did not work for for thirty years, so outside the home. Okay, but you'll be able to to pull on your ex-husbands at some point down the road as well. So we'll we'll sit down okay. and take a look at all those different things. There's different income triggerings, times, and stuff like that. So basically what we need to do is basically build you out a cash flow plan and then take a look at, at what your needs are there. And then we ask the question, okay, these are Kay's needs. How do we best invest the money to accomplish these needs and her goals? Does that make sense? Instead of just saying, oh, yeah. let's just go make these investments. Well, why? You know, we've got to have a plan. What What is the mission here to, to get done with the investments? That's what we have to do, Kay. Okay? And that's that's okay. not hard to do at all. We can do this for you through Zoom and show you how it all works. Uh, but, but basically what you need, Kay, is a cash flow retirement plan. Okay? Okay. Yep. If you'd like, I'll go ahead and I'll put you on hold. And Bob will get some of your contact information. We'll have one of our advisors give you a ring next week uh, to set up a time. There's no cost for it. It's a free consultation, and we'll step you through how, how it goes from there, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And, by the way, Happy New Year, too. Let me put you on hold. Happy okay. New Year to you, too. Yep, <laughs> Thank just you, Just a second. Absolutely. Just one All second. Right. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Stephanie on the line from Virginia. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you today? Good morning, Larry. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. How can I help you? I have two questions. Hopefully they're quick. The first one is, um, you were talking about uh, contributions to IRA this year we could write off on our taxes. I mean, what we could code for 2020. Does that go for Roth IRA? 
Yes, for Roth IRA, you can code it for a 2020 contribution, but there's no write-off on it, okay? Oh, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, because the Roth IRA is not pre-tax. Only That's only post-tax contributions. But if, okay. if you're sitting here and you're going, you know what, 2020's passed, right? And mm-hmm. I want to make sure that, that when it's 2040, I can look back in time in my rearview mirror and say every year I contributed the max or whatever I could into these IRAs, right? You still have mm-hmm. a couple of months left to pack it in for 2020. You see what I mean? So if you're going to say, all right, let's just put it in right now for 2021 and you haven't done anything for 2020, I'd say, no, wait, back it up into 2020 and then put it into 2021 afterwards. So you want to try and fill it up each year if you can. Okay, great. My second question is, because of this new administration's plan for exorbitant spending, is there going to be a problem with inflation? That's a great, great question, and we have been having that debate since 2008, okay? <laughs> In 2008, Stephanie, we've had, we've had just a tremendous amount of stimulus come into the economy because of the financial crisis, and it hasn't stopped, okay? And so people are so concerned about, about inflation, but, you know, you take a look at two major factors that are deflationary pressures on the economy. One is technology. The ability to deliver goods and services through technology is lowering the cost of goods and services. And the second thing is energy prices. You know, being energy independent, we, 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 are, we are not uh, having inflation pressures with high fuel costs. And so those two things are deflationary uh, issues, which I think are good. You know, so, so far, and you and I as consumers have benefited from this, you know, for, for the last 12 years, uh, you know, 13 years or so uh, for, from that standpoint. So we're going to continue to see inflation pressures uh, low. I, I don't think that we're going to see the skyrocketing inflation or anything like that uh, anytime soon in the next handful of years anyway. Okay. Even um, food? Pardon me? Even food? Well, now I'm talking about the whole basket of of inflation, okay? And depending on the type of food that you're buying, yes, food uh, will continue to to inflate, but we should we should see, uh, uh, you know, again, depends on the type of food you're buying too, uh, mm-hmm. at, at the grocery store. If you're buying specialty items and things like that, then you're going to see more and more demand for that, especially healthier foods and stuff like that. You'll see more and more demand for it. Uh, g- going forward, uh, but but from the whole, whole average basket of inflation in the, in the in you know from everything that you spend in your household, we're not going to see that that inflation pressures happen, not 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 okay, not for the next not for the next few years anyway. Few years, even with the Green New Deal. Well, there is no Green New Deal. Okay, there's the desire there for a that? Green New Deal. Okay, uh, in mm-hmm. order for the Green New Deal to happen. Congress has to vote on it, and the president has to sign off on it. So, so even if that happens, we're going to see more and more money come into the system right now. What we could see is a higher level of taxation, which will be a deflationary effect on the economy, because if you have less money to spend in your pocket, Stephanie, you just have less money to spend. That means that the overall economy, the velocity of money slows down, and we get more of a deflationary effect when it, when it comes to that. 
we could end up having, you know, helicopter money where they're starting to send, send us money to spend because deflation is worse than inflation. So, you know, if, if, oh. if, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, deflation is is not good at all because why would I go buy the car this week if I know next month it's going to be $1,000 less expensive? Why would I go buy a set of bananas this week at the grocery store when I know next week it's going to save me a quarter if I wait? That's a deflationary effect in the economy, and it spirals the economy way, way down. That was one of the biggest concerns in the financial crisis in 2008, okay? as well as the COVID crisis earlier last year. That, those were the two biggest concerns with, from, from an economic perspective, you know, uh, from, from that standpoint. So, Steffi, here's what I want to do. I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold, and we'll send you out our financial planning toolkit, okay? And we'll sort of break down some of this stuff for you and give you some ideas on the economy and everything like that. Uh, so I appreciate, uh, appreciate the phone call. Happy New Year. You listen to Making Money Sense, give me a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Gordy on the line from Ohio. Good morning, Gordy. How are you? Good morning. Good to hear. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. How can uh, I help you? Yeah, I'm one. Got a little bad connection going on there, it looks like. Yeah, I can't, I can't hear I him, I think Chris. he's driving, and so we're going to probably have to put him on hold and get Let back to Gordy him. Let me put Gordy on hold here, and let's go ahead and welcome Isabella on the line from Florida. Good morning, Isabel. How are you? Good morning, Larry. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Happy uh, New Year. How can I help I, you? Uh, happy New Year to you. Uh, my husband and I, actually, my husband has an annuity, and uh, it has stopped growing because he has started to take money out of it. Um, we've had some people tell us that it'd probably be better to pull the money out of the annuity and invest it, but he feels very secure with the fact that he's getting a payment every month for the rest of his life. I thought you might give us some ideas. Absolutely, Isabel. So here's the story on the annuity. The, the primary investment objective of an annuity, pretty much any annuity, is the deliverance of guaranteed income no matter what happens in the markets or the economy, okay? Now, depending, and, and so a lot of different annuities approach that theme in a lot of different ways depending on what's inside that annuity that your husband has how it's made up i would tell him to either keep it and deal with it or you know what you might be able to move it to a different annuity and get this type of a benefit where money could be growing and you could still have that same secure type of an income so i need to see what's inside of it before i would say hey change it or anything like that okay so, so your friends that are saying just willy-nilly change it and invest the money, you know, no, no, no. We've got to figure out what the investment objectives are. And, and there's a lot of people that say, I want my guaranteed income, and I get it and understand it, you know, they're, they're, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, again, the makeup inside the annuity, there's, there's three different types of annuities, Isabel. There's a fixed annuity, there's an indexed annuity, and there's variable annuities. And all three of them attack that income guarantee from a different angle and a market growth perspective from a different angle as well. So the best thing I could say right now is I'd have to take a look at the annuity and find out what's, what the makeup of it is. Um, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I was on the phone with a client of mine in the Midwest. We actually called an annuity company, called the insurance company, and I just went through a whole litany of questions with them uh, because they purchased an annuity 
uh, from, from somewhere else, and then they became clients of mine. And then so I had to research and find out what the annuity is about, and that's what we would do. We'd call the insurance company and find out the ins and outs of it, and then we'd shop it and compare it against everything else that's available out there in the industry. That's the way you go about looking at, at the pros and cons of your, of your husband's annuity. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Yep. If you like, I'll be happy to put you on hold, and we'll have one of our advisors give you a ring next week and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. step you through it and get on the phone with the insurance company if you like. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Let me place you on hold, and Happy New, New Year, Isabel. Just one second. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Amanda on the line from Virginia Beach. Good morning, Amanda. I hope she's still there. Are you there, Amanda? Let me put her back on hold here, and then uh, let's go. Let's welcome Denise on the line from Pennsylvania. Good morning, Denise. How are you today? Good morning, Larry. Very good. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? I just have a question uh, with my husband. He wants to do an annuity, and I'm not sure I want to tie the money up in something like that. Well, that's so, that's uh, yeah. Okay, so um, here's the story. Um, You know, the annuities have an investment objective perspective, and there's different types. There's fixed, indexed, and variable annuities, and all of them have different, as you call it, tying the money up versus liquidity, Mm -hmm. okay? I know annuities that you can put money in today and pull it out tomorrow with no penalties at all, okay? Uh, And there's also annuities that you put money in and – there's a penalty for the first seven years if you pull money out, right? That was my I also, concern, correct. Pardon me? That was my concern. Yeah, so so when you stop and you take a look at, at the purpose of an annuity, okay, the purpose of an annuity, and I keep telling everybody, you know, I want to do an annuity educational class, and, and maybe, I'll, maybe I'll roll that out in a webinar here, Denise. Um, but but <clears throat> when you take a look at, at, an, at an annuity, the purpose – is guaranteed income. So so think about this for a second. Let's just let's 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 use a you know you can use a million dollars, ten million, a hundred thousand, whatever the you want to do just to make the math grow easy. Let's just do a hundred thousand dollar example real quick, just to make math happen easy here on the air, okay? Let's suppose that that annuity you put the money into the annuity and let's suppose that, that annuity says, hey you know what Denise, if you pull more than ten percent out a year Within the first seven years, there's going to be a penalty. So that means that you can that you can take a a uh, a ten percent withdrawal, which is ten grand a year, with no penalty at all, right? Okay. Now suppose that annuity gives you a five percent guaranteed income stream, which is five thousand dollars a year. Okay. So you've got that hundred thousand dollars sitting in the annuity. And you've got a five percent guaranteed income stream of five grand a year. Now, suppose you put that hundred thousand dollars in a non-annuity investment, and you wanted to get the same income, right, of five percent or five grand a year. You with me here? Yes. That money in that investment has to stay in the investment in order to produce that five thousand dollars a year. So, so the money that's in the non-annuity investment has to remain in the investment. The money that's in the annuity investment has to remain in the annuity as well in order to produce that income stream. The difference is the investment strategies and the guarantees. 
In the non-annuity, you'll have more investment strategies and opportunities and much greater liquidity. Inside the annuity, you have similar investment strategies but not as many. Your liquidity is, is, is tightened down, but you have guarantees. In the non-annuity investment, if the market drops 15%, your principal goes down. It could affect your income stream. In the annuity, it won't affect your income stream. So there's pros okay. and cons both ways. Does that make sense? Yes. Yep. And so, so the, the you know when you're shopping annuities, you have to make sure that you're looking at the different types of products, fixed, indexed, or variable, fees, investment platforms, and and the amount of guaranteed income that that you have. I actually have a kit on all of this that that sort of breaks this down. If you like, I'd have I'd have someone give you a follow up call, Denise, with it all uh, to sort of break yes, it all I down would love for that. you. Yeah, let me put you on hold that. real Thank quick. You. Yep, let me put you on hold. Bob will get some information from you, and we'll have somebody reach out to you next week and get a consultation going for you. Let me put you on hold here. Appreciate the phone call. Happy Thanks. New Year. Yep, you're listening Thanks. to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Gene on the line from Virginia. Good morning, Gene. How are you? Okay, how are you? I'm well. How can I help you, sir? Uh, I have a, a small IRA that I have inherited uh, first from my father, then to my mother, and then to myself. Uh, and I was working on my taxes um, uh, just the other day uh, and um, got a question from H&R Block uh, about uh, what's the basis uh, for um, uh, the investment. Um, and uh, I was surprised by that because uh, I have uh, certainly had um, distributions on a regular basis out of the um, uh, IRA for both my father and my mother and then myself over the years, but I never had encountered this uh, concept of basis in that because I'm not really sure exactly what the original investment was, in fact. So let me make sure I got the I got the, the string of information correct, Gene, and then I might be able to give you some guidance on this. The money was in your dad's IRA. Your dad passed. It went to your mom. And then your mom passed, and it went to you? Correct. And then when did your mom pass? Uh, that was uh, 2014. Okay, so you're able to do what's called the Lifetime Tax Advantage Stretch IRA. You're able to stretch it out over your lifetime, okay? Okay. So, so when they're saying basis, the question then becomes this. Did your dad ever put money into the IRA and not write it off on his taxes. In other words, let's pretend that your dad had $10,000 in the IRA and he makes another contribution of 2000 But that 2000 for whatever year, was not deductible on his IRA. He would file an extra form called 8606. So now he's got 12000 in his IRA, okay, but 2000 of it's after-tax money. So when you're here pulling the money out down the road, you don't want to pay double tax on that two grand. So that's the question is just simply take a look at your tax return and see if you have any basis on there, if there's been a Form 8606 filed. That's the question they're asking, okay? Okay. Listen, Gene, I, I've got uh, music in my ears. I'm going to put you on hold, and I'll come back online afterwards. i got to close out the show. Just one second here. I know we've got a lot of callers on, on wait. I'll, I'll stay in the studio and answer your questions as well. 
And for YouTubers, we'll stay in line as long as people are calling in at LarryRosenthal.tv. Go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Sign up for our webinar January 28th. Uh, it's it's going to be lots of fun there. There's no cost for it at all. So for Bob in the back, Chris McKay, Happy New Year, everyone. We'll be back next Saturday with more of the Larry Rosenthal Show. <laughs>